Happy Chinese New Year! Today is the second day of Chinese New Year, and many of you had traveled home to celebrate this auspicious festival with your parents, family members, and meeting up with your close buddies. Now, during this time, well wishes and greetings are widely spread to set the mood of the festival. Now, come, let me start off with some well wishes to you. Happy Chinese New Year. Prosperity and abundance are yours in the coming years. Can you feel that festive atmosphere when I wish you with these greetings? Now, for me, I can feel the festive move in the air. You know why? Because it's filled with positive wishes. Do you know that the Bible is full of blessed greetings with positive promises too? In the Chinese church, we send greetings using scripture verses like Taken from the Psalm 65 verse 11, Our God crowns each year with goodness and your past drip with abundance. So when we wish each other we are agreeing with God's word to receive abundant blessings into our life each year. Amen. Now there are many more blessings for the Bible that you can use to greet your family and friends. Like Sinti Chenkang, I'm wishing you good health. And it's found in 3 John chapter 1, verse 2, Beloved, I pray that you may go well with you and that you may be in good health, all as it goes well with your soul. Xinxiang Sichen, your wishes come true. In Psalm 37, verse 4, Delight in the Lord, and He will grant the desires of your heart. Chulu Ping An, protection in your coming in and going out. In Psalm 121, verse 8, the Lord will watch over your coming in and going out, both now and forever. And how about this? Fan Si, Xian in everything we give thanks. You know, small things, big things, all the blessings that we receive, we give thanks. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 18 says, In everything, give thanks. One si lui. May all go well with you. Now, all glory to God, who is able through His mighty power at work within us to accomplish infinitely more than we ask or think. Ephesians chapter 3, verse 20. So it's so good, right, to know there are so many well-wishes blessings in store for us in the Bible. Well, if you want to receive more of this promised blessing, you go and find out more that's found in the Word of God. Now, let me get everyone ready. Sit tight. We are going to have a treat from the SIBKL Live Community Chinese Church Worship Team. They would like to extend their greetings to you through this song composed by Pastor Carmen, who is our Chinese Church Worship Pastor. Stay tuned. Let's enjoy this presentation. Feng Sun Xinyan, may you have an abundant new year.
Praise God for the vibrant performance and lovely greetings from the SIBKL Lions Community Chinese Church Worship Team. Thank you, team. You have done wonderfully great. Now, traditionally, Chinese New Year celebrations span 15 days, having significant activities filling up the whole festive time. Now, among all the different activities, these three are the most meaningful. The first meaningful activity we have is bidding bye-bye to the old and welcoming the new. So before the family usher in the new year, spring cleansing or spring cleaning is a must. This preparation is part of the celebration by removing unwanted old things and replaced with new things in anticipation for a new start. For example, we remove old furniture with new. Remove all clothing with new sets of clothing. That is a Chinese saying, So if the old don't go, the new won't come. The second meaningful activity is reunion dinner. So on Chinese New Year Eve, people are taking effort to get home from the four corners of the earth to be back with the family members to enjoy an auspicious meal and a time of bonding. Now, many of you persevered long hours on the road just to get home to have this reunion dinner. It is not so much about the meal, but it is the bonding time that rekindles family relationship. That matters. And that is a moment which is so precious to keep the tradition going. Now, can you share with us what is the special auspicious dishes that you had and that you like most? Now, for me, I had abalone, I have salted king prawns, steamed prawn for fish, you know, double-boiled chicken soup. Wow, <laughs> it's so yummy, delicious. And the third meaningful activity is celebrating the 15th day of Chinese New Year, Yuan Xiaojie. This marks the end of this Chinese New Year celebration. This day is also the Chinese Valentine's Day. So traditionally, the singers would throw mandarin oranges into the river, seeking for an ideal spouse. The more you throw, of course, the greater your chance will be. But make sure that you write your handphone number on each mandarin orange. Then wait for someone to call and say, I just called to ask for a date with you. Now, however, that is one caution. Do not throw spoiled mandarin orange or you may end up getting a spouse who, who is also spoiled. Now, Chinese New Year is also known as Spring Festival, Chunjie. This Chinese word Chun in English is springtime. It brings a hopeful feeling filled with anticipation of renewal, freshness and vibrancy of life. It is also carries a very deep spiritual meaning when we examine the word closely. Now, chun comprises three elements. On the top of the word is tree with three horizontal strokes. The first stroke represents God the Father, second stroke, God the Son, and third stroke, God the Holy Spirit. So together, the word tree symbolizes the triune God the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. The second letter that's overlapping the tree is Ren, means people. 
and the third letter is R, meaning day. So when you combine these three elements, it forms the word Chun, that is spring. So this Chinese word explains that the triune God are in constant fellowship with one another, and God invites people to join Him in the fellowship. So when people are in fellowship with God daily, what will happen? People's life will be renewed. Their love for God will increase and their relationship with God will grow deeper into intimacy with God. So when you and I are in connected with God, the triune God daily, our journey of life will certainly be inspired to have a future that is bright and full of hope. So this understanding of the word chun enhances our appreciation for this spiritual meaning behind the celebration of Spring Festival. There is announcing, the new has come. Now let's look into the Bible to see the profound connection between the cultural celebration of Chinese New Year and the spiritual truth. In 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17, it says, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has passed away. Behold, the new has come. Let's pray. Lord Jesus, I submit myself to you that you will speak for your word that has power to transform and impact lives. We welcome you, Holy Spirit, to teach us and speak to us through your word today. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, this verse we just read speaks of a new creation found in Christ. This word is so powerful that it goes beyond cultural boundaries and resonates with the very core of our being. In this one verse, Paul emphasized three areas that will happen when we are in Christ. Number one, there is the promise of transformation. Two, you need to let go of the old. And third, then you are living as a new creation. Just as springtime is a time of renewal and new beginnings in the natural world, similarly, there is found transformational power in the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. This is not any ordinary change, but it is a promise that it shakes the very foundation of our old life when you put your faith in Jesus. This promise is not about cultural or traditional beliefs, but it is about reconciliation with God through Jesus alone. Now, why do we need to reconcile with God? Reconciliation with God is essential. It is a serious matter because as sins create a separation between people and God, reconciliation through faith in Christ restores a broken relationship with God. So through reconciliation, God forgives our sin by the work of our Lord Jesus Christ on the cross that provides the pathway to forgiveness and give us a clean state of life. So in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17 says, If anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. Now this verse gives a very definitive advice. If anyone is in Christ, that is only in Christ. No one else can make this transformation power to shape you in every aspect of your old life 
to a new life. So regardless of your background, your race, qualification, status in society, everyone includes you and I, when we put our faith in Christ, it brings a sense of renewal in our hearts and that will allow a fresh start of our new life. So how can we start a new life in Christ? Just imagine your life as a garment worn through many seasons. It bears the mark of past struggles and challenges. And in Ephesians chapter 4, verse 22, it advises to put off our old self, which belongs to your former manner of life, and is corrupt through deceitful desires. This is a call to live behind the burdens and weight us down, hindering our growth and our joy. So our past is like the old garment carrying baggage that will hinder our progress to move forward with the new life in God. So unless you are intentional to put the old behind your situation, it will remain the same. So the right thinking way to respond is, found in Ephesians chapter 4, verse 23 and 24, it says, to be renewed in the spirit of your mind, and to put on the new self created after the likeness of God in true righteousness and holiness. So how can we begin this journey to start a new life in Christ? You need to renew your mind by engaging in prayer, studying God's Word, and to allow the truth to shape our thoughts. Redefine your new self by embracing the righteousness and holiness as you align your life with the values of Christ's character. Now you may feel inadequate, that you are not good enough due to the past mistakes in life or your present sinful habits. God's promise is not mirrors, but it has power to lift you up from the very depths of your past. In Romans chapter 8, verse 1, it affirms and says, Therefore, there is no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus. Paul affirmed us with this verse, when you are in Christ, the condemnation is past. When you are in Christ, the storm is over, you are free. This, there is no condemnation, will have no effect on you anymore. Because when Jesus sets you free, you are free indeed. So believe this promised word of God, your mistakes, your past sins of your old self have been forgiven and forgotten by the grace of our Lord. You no longer carry the weight of guilt and shame. Wow, that is heavy, right? Instead, you can walk with confidence in the light of Christ's forgiveness. You can now live a new life in Christ for you are a new creation. Now the word new creation comes from the Greek word kainos, Thesis means to have a new identity. You are not just a changed person. You have a new identity. Your past doesn't define you. Your present circumstances doesn't define you. Your faith in Christ redefines your identity. Now, many people are facing challenges in their identity today. It is a common struggle, especially among young people. What you are going through is no difference 
with believers in the Bible who had their struggles too. Look at David's life. He was promised to be king, yet he was in danger of his life pursued by his father-in-law. Was David's identity in question? No, God remembered his promise and he became a king after God's heart. Abraham was promised to be a father of many nations, but his wife Sarah was barren. Was Abraham's identity affected? No, God remembers his promise and he fulfilled that. That was impossible to man. And God called Abraham the father of faith. Now, everyone's journey in life is unique. And there is no one solution that fits us all. The question is, will you allow this promised word of God to take root and shape every aspect of your life? Now, secondly, letting go of the past. In 2 Corinthians 5, verse 17, it says, If anyone is in Christ, the new has come, the old has passed. The old has gone, another version that says the old has passed away. Now, I want to share with you this story about Mr. Wine. Our church ministry team found a homeless man, Mr. Wine, living on the streets. We ministered to him every week. Soon we built a strong friendship with him, leading us to offer him a job as a van driver. Now, however, it took an unexpected turn when Mr. Warren was diagnosed with a terminal illness. Now, we continued to care for him and eventually placed him in a nursing home. Throughout this time, Mr. Warren remained quiet, reserved, revealing very little about his family background. Now, during one of my visits, Mr. Wine disclosed that he has believed in Jesus as his Lord and Savior, and he believed God has forgiven his past. He was filled with the desire to make amends to do what is right before God. So he scribbled a phone number in a small piece of paper, and he passed to me and told me to contact this person with this number. Now, it was a very challenging task to locate Mr. White's long-lost siblings. The number is not valid anymore. The shop was demolished many years ago. But praise God, God is good. A friend from that town managed to locate the family and gave me the lead to connect with this family. Now, upon hearing that their brother is still alive, the sibling hastily came. You know, the next morning, the family arrived at the home. Now, it was a very emotional and tearful reunion. You know, just like all Chinese family that we do not know how to express ourselves to one another. Now, for this, it has been 30 long years of silence since they had last seen each other. So the atmosphere was charged with mixed emotions. Thanks, as they do not know how to express, they do not know how to start a conversation with each other. So amidst the tears, at the emotional atmosphere, Mr. Wine took the first step to ask for forgiveness from the siblings. That word, I am sorry, please forgive me. It was a, such a powerful, transformative word. These six words are simple words, but it took great courage and strength to set it out. Now, once he said it, something beautiful happened. It broke the silence and it eased the emotional tension in the whole room. 
the words of repentance brought healing to the deepest soul and uh, there was a breakthrough in the spiritual realm. It broke the chains of all the anger they had, the hurt, bitterness and the misunderstanding to release an inner joy, tears of happiness and reconciliation began to take place. Witnessing the siblings embracing one another was such a beautiful sight a testimony of God's transformative power of forgiveness. Now it took Mr. Wine 30 years for him to let go of his past. But the victory is he finally let go and let God take control. This remarkable reunion is only possible by the love of Christ. Now the presence of God was so real in the room. And as we saw, you know, there was another miracle that came. All the siblings present came and gave their life to accept Jesus as their Lord and Savior. Praise the Lord. I really pray, you know, to give praise to our God because the whole family members saw the good work of God in their brother's life. And Mr. Wine was truly a transformed man. Only God can change him. God is so real. He is so good that the whole family decided to follow Jesus. Now, my friends, what are you grabbing on tightly to? What are your old issues that you cannot let go? Are you deeply disappointed by betrayal, rejection in relationship, abuses that may have left you scarred, traumatic losses of your loved ones, or humiliation that damaged your self-esteem, or deception that brought deep hurts, to trust again. Now the least can go on. But in Colossians chapter 3, verse 13, remind us and instruct us to bear with each other and forgive one another. If any of you has any grievances against anyone, so bearing with each other is taking the first step in humbling yourself and submit to God for His grace, followed by forgiving the ones who have hurt you. Now, when you begin to forgive, now it may not change the person who has hurt you, but forgiveness changes you. Forgiveness does not mean to forget. You don't forget. You can't forget. But how can you overcome it then? When the thoughts came, the anger or the humiliation that came, the thoughts of bitterness that came, have the attitude that you have the opportunity to forgive every time you remember. If you don't put into practice forgiveness for those who have hurt you, then you are holding yourself hostage to a prison that God never intended for you to stay put that way. You know, the devil comes to steal, kill and destroy the joy of the Lord from your heart, causing no peace and no, and keep your heart unrest in you and with others. So stop allowing the enemy to nest any negative thoughts into your mind. So this spring celebration itself is a very good reminder for us to start afresh. If you find yourself struggling with current issues, seek assistance. You know, our church has trained ministers in prayer counseling or healing clinic. Then surrender your challenges to God for Himself. Do not carry any unresolved hurts into 2024. Take proactive steps to address and resolve them during this festive season. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17 
it ends and says, the new has come. Being a new creation, you know, isn't just about your personal blessing. Bless me, bless me, bless me, Lord. You know, it positions you to be relevant to the world. Your relevance to the world lies in the profound truth that you and I carry a very powerful redemption message that everyone must have the chance to hear that boundless love or that message of our Lord Jesus Christ. Now, in our community today, people are searching for purpose and meaning. You are that living testimony of that abundant life that is found in Jesus. Jesus, who has given us this new life, we should no longer live for ourselves, but to share this wonderful news to others. People are seeking for prosperity, health, growth in career, increase in knowledge, and all these things are good, but the ultimate blessing is in the gospel message. So make it a point to extend the love of God to people you are meeting each day. As we enter into this spring festival, consider these practical steps for your transition from the old to the new life in Christ. Believe in the Lord Jesus. Believe in the Lord Jesus. That is very important. Build your life to know the Word. Share the Gospel. Renew your faith and commitment. Now let's take these practical steps and let it become part of your spiritual journey fostering a deeper connection with God and a renewed commitment to follow Christ this year and the many years to come. In conclusion, just as we reflect on the truth that is shared today, let our hearts be stirred to embrace the transformative power of Christ. Just as spring brings a fresh start in nature, we are called to experience a spiritual spring in our lives through Jesus. Remember to leave behind the old and step into the newness Christ offers. Remember to let go of the past, embrace your new identity as a new creation in Christ. Live out your life boldly and abundantly in Christ, for the new has come. My prayer and well wishes to you and everyone at home. May God crown you each year with goodness and your path grip with His abundance. Amen. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for the truth unveiled through your word and the cultural celebration that point us to the spiritual realities. As we start our journey on this new year, may the promise of transformation be evident in our lives. May we let go of the old and embrace the new, finding our identity and purpose in Christ. As we conclude our time together, we thank you for your continuous blessings for the journey that lies ahead. Now, right now, I just want to release God, God's blessing into your lives. Wherever you are, just lift up your hands to receive it. May the Lord bless you and keep you May His face shine upon you and be gracious to you. May the Lord turn His face towards you and give you His peace. May you walk in the light of His love, guided by the wisdom from above. May you find strength in times of trial and joy that lasts for miles and miles. May you know His comfort 
and His grace in every challenge that you face. May your faith be firm and hope secure. May His Spirit fill your heart and soul as you seek to make His kingdom your goal. Therefore, my brethren, go in peace. May the love of our Father, the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you always. And everybody says, Amen, Amen, and Amen. You know, have a good time enjoying the goodness of God. Happy holidays, and I will see you soon in our fiscal service. Blessings to you.